Yo, what's up, y'all? I'm Ernest Fields, and right now you're tuned in to Grind Talk, brought to you by the Millionaire Grind Network. We got Miss Patricia J. Ernest in the building. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fine. Um, I'm going to go ahead and jump right into it because it's weird interviewing a person that had the same <laughs> last name as my first name. So I got to try to okay. remember that. So you got to okay. work with me a little bit. All right. Um, we actually had um, Mr. Dunto Williams here in the building last week. Yes. Uh, he's from the organization that you're a part of, Building yes. More Wealth. Yes. Um, his area of expertise in the, in the network is actually um, credit repair. Right. And I know you said you call him the credit guru. We call guru. him the credit guru. Okay. What exactly would be your area of expertise within Building More Wealth? I would say taxes, tax okay. leveraging. I don't necessarily, and neither am I a tax or a preparer or an accountant, but okay. that's the very first thing that I did was leverage my W-4. Um, for those who don't know, what exactly mm -hmm. is the W-4 before we get into what you did to leverage okay. the W-4? The W-4 is the form that's given to you by your HR representative when you're hired for a position. Okay. A lot of, it's actually a two-page form, but a lot of people never read or even get the second page. They just get the first page okay. and complete it and never after completion of that time, they never go back and change it. Okay, so when you get a job, when you work somewhere in corporate America, I'm assuming. Right. Uh, you get a W-4 at the beginning of a work, you know, a career. Right, um, upon hiring. Okay, what exactly does that paper mean and how did you leverage that? Like, what exactly is that whole diagram? Can you break this up, break that, it up for us? That paper means that's what's going to be taken out of your taxes. Okay and um, given to federal government okay. and according to your allowances. So when you when you leverage a W-4, what exactly is that doing or what situation is that putting you into? When I leveraged my W-4, what I did is I went back and changed my allowances. A lot of people mistaken the word allowances with deductions okay. and exemptions, but it's different. Okay. So I went back and changed according to the proper number that I should do okay. so that I can get my money during the school, during the year, not okay. at the end of the year. And I know you almost said school, so I'm assuming that was about to be school or that's <laughs> where you work on the zone? I do. I okay. work for Shelby County Schools and okay. I'm an employee for federal programs, grants, and compliance. Okay. How long mm -hmm. have you been a part of the school system? I've been with the school system 17 and a half years. I went from Memphis City Schools and now into Shelby County School. So a person has been, I'm assuming this is a, a successful career being that you've been there for 17 years. Mm -hmm. um, what exactly would make a person who's having a successful career in the school system, 17 years, you're really pretty much ready to retire. And now you mm -hmm. want to jump out and you want to say, hey, I want to be a full-fledged entrepreneur. What exactly happens to make a person get to that point in their, or that space in their mind? I guess one thing can happen is that you've just gotten to the point where you just want your own. Okay. I've been with the school system 17 and a half years and I've been moved different times, but the Lord has blessed me to stay employed. I did unfortunately lose my job twice okay. because of changes, nothing of my own, thank okay. the Lord, but I was called back. Okay. So I guess with my expertise and my professionalism, they still want me and I'm thankful for that. But now I'm ready to just have my own. And being that you mentioned the Lord God, oh yes. uh, what exactly or how important is he to you on your journey to oh. entrepreneurship? He's number one. Okay. God is my number one in everything, whether it's road to entrepreneurship, excuse me, or just living. I, I don't do and I can't do anything without him and his guidance. Just to kind of elaborate a little bit, uh, mm -hmm. we actually, being a millionaire grind started as a t-shirt brand and it evolved to the network that we're on here today. Okay. Um, one of the t-shirts that we put out in the past, it said, God is my plug. Oh yes. And people always ask me about it. You know, what exactly is that? You know, God is my plug. I like that shirt. 
-hmm. but many people don't really know the story behind it. Mm -hmm. And I tell anybody, if you want to get into business, you have to invite God into the picture. Exactly. And a scenario I use is sometimes, uh, let's just say if you have a cell phone in one pocket mm -hmm. and you have a charger in the next pocket. Mm -hmm. That phone and that charger won't work together for the purpose it have until it's connected into a source. Exactly. Right? So what happens is, is once you connect to that source, the two things you had that really were the right pieces of the puzzle, now they work together the way they're supposed to. Mm -hmm. So I tell any business owner, you may have a trade, you may understand how to do something, mm -hmm. but until you invite God into the picture Amen. and you plug what you're doing into that source, then it finally works the way it's supposed to. Amen. So I just want to kind of put that out there, being that we was on the subject. I like it. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so the next thing we have is um, 17 years, being in the mm -hmm. school, stepped out, now you're an entrepreneur. Uh, what advice would you give a person that actually working a job right now, just a general person, mm -hmm. that says, hey, um, she said she leveraged her W-4, like, I want to do that. How do I step into that field? <laughs> I want to follow her, but I can't reach right, her because she's right. there. And so what advice would you give a person if they could hear you speak one time and say, hey, this is what you should do. This right. is the first step. Well, first, I am still working for Shelby County Schools for the corporation, but the advice that I would give a person is to first believe in God, believe in yourself write down your goals and exercise them execute them properly and don't get too frustrated with yourself and with others just take your pace and don't rush things because when you rush things you find yourself stepping over things that you needed to encounter Amen. in order to get where you're going yeah so you're a pretty busy person, I'm, I'm assuming. Yes. Being that you have work life, you know, you have the actual corporation that you work for. Yes. Then you have the entrepreneurial stuff, and then you're consulting with people, and then you're working with building more wealth. How Ooh. exactly do you manage work-life balance exactly and put things in perspective? I just take my time. I just basically do what needs to be done, and if I'm at that time, then I know I've done everything that needs to be done. A lot of people have a sense that they only have 24 hours and they need 36 hours. No, you can do what needs to be done in the 24 that God's giving you. You just have to base it. One thing I, I've learned, I need to write everything down and actually have a notepad because a lot of things you'll forget, especially doing a lot that I'm doing. And now that my daughter has gotten grown, a lot of things I used to do, I don't do as much because she's an older young woman now. So it's basically about prioritizing. It's like, prioritizing. That's okay. the perfect word, yes. Because we are in a time now where we're young, people like myself, mm -hmm. and we're in the do-it-yourself age. Where, I'm still young, also, um, thank well, you. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry about that. We all are young. <laughs> And uh, basically, we're at a time where it's do it yourself. Yes. We see things on the internet. As mm -hmm. soon as we get off the internet, things happening in real life. And then from that is everything is all over the place. Mm -hmm. um, being that that's the case, like, how do you actually put so many different things in perspective to the point where you say, hey, it's 24 hours. I really, at one point, thought I needed 36 that other people think. Mm -hmm. What was the first step of breaking things down to say, hey, this is what I really need to get done? within these 24 hours, the rest of the stuff can wait. Would you give advice, would you say that a person should put certain things off, try to get as much done and mm -hmm. just work faster, or I, prioritize and say, hey, some things can just really wait? If I may, my pastor is Dr. Melvin Charles Smith. Okay. Uh, Mount Mariah East. And he, a couple of years ago, had a series of sermons about peace. Okay. And one thing that I remember him saying is if it's not something that's going to enhance your life or needs to be done immediately, don't, don't sweat it. Don't gotcha. worry about it. Have peace. 
with that stated I've carried that on in my life if it's something that I need to do and this is something that has to be done for my daughter or for myself or the organization or even my corporation with whom I'm working then I do it if it's something outside of that that someone just wants me to do that's not as important gotcha. as what needs to be done so that's how I do it do what needs to be done first which will enable you time for that that you desire to do gotcha that makes perfect sense and you're doing all of this as a single mother too right I am but can you elaborate on that just so uh, the people that's trying to you know, balance yes. their work life, let people know that it is working mothers that oh, can yeah. balance those oh, things. Oh, yes, definitely. A lot of people want to say that we can't do it. We have to have this or we have to have that. I believe the only thing that we have to have is God first. And I'm a strong believer in God. And then we also have to have the mindset that we can do it. I did rear my daughter from the age of one until now. And she's now 23. And I think I've done very well. But it's because I had God and then I had villagers around me I had those in my family that love my daughter and still do and then I had some strong believers and people within my church Mount Moriah East that were always there for me and for my daughter and at this age of 23 where she is now they're all still there for her wow so that's, that's so how I made it you have to have a support system okay. and you have to allow the support system to support okay. it's not on your terms you have to let them do as they desire with God's intervention okay being that you said you have to allow the support system mm -hmm. what exactly do you mean by that a lot, nowadays, unfortunately, a lot of our parents are not wanting other people to help them. They don't want you to speak to their children. Um, they get upset if they if someone sees the child being disobedient. They may say, no son or no daughter, don't do that. The first thing we want to do is say, well, don't be talking to my child. What did he or she do? Got That's you. not the best so thing the to do. I'm old school, yes. This is Ernest Field. You're tuning in to Grind Talk. We'll be right back after these messages.